Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas, your first show of 2023. Happy New Year. I'm Stephen Lang. Happy New Year, guys. I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, Stephen? Do you have a lovely Christmas and New Year? I had a acceptable Christmas and New Year, which is not a bad one. Not not particularly exciting. I got sick on Christmas Day. Um, oh no! But uh, but other than that, it was nice to be with the family and uh, you know do all of those shenanigans. And I had a quiet New Year. Just went around my friends who live around the corner, watched a bit of telly. Uh, and was no, home I... by half past midnight. So, you know, living the dream, really. Uh, how about you? Yeah, lovely Christmas and New Year, thank you. Like yourself, I was with family for Christmas, which was really nice. Um, yeah, it was really nice. So, I'm not going to lie, though, I'm glad that Journey was here now. Me too. I think we've said it before, yeah. we? we kind of went both about New Year, fresh starts mm-hmm. and all that. 100%. Um, so, yeah, but I'm um, really excited and optimistic for 23. So, yeah, bring it on. Great to be back. It's so weird. Even though we have a couple of weeks off over Christmas and New Year, it just feels so weird not to see your face every week and be talking to you guys at home. I agree. I totally agree with you. Um, and you're calling all the way from Turkey, according to your Instagram. You're in a lovely I, hotel uh, room. <laughs> I'm currently in Turkey, yes. So uh, apologies, guys. I've basically come to have my teeth redone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had my teeth done originally about... 10, 11 years ago, so there was due a change. So mm-hmm. I had to have a couple of bits and bobs done, and I thought, whilst here, go for a fresh new smile, new year, new teeth, and all that. Lovely. So, uh, yeah, I'm currently in my hotel room, but uh, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's lovely. Um, it's a lovely place in Turkey. I love Turkey. Yeah. And the clinic I've been at is so amazing, and uh, nice to get my first trip in of 23, literally like a week in Straight off the year. bat, yeah. You're not wasting any time, are you? I'm like Judith Chalmers. I've got that passport <laughs> and I was early there. <laughs> I'm gel. I haven't got any. Uh, I haven't got anything planned until March when I'm going to Sweden. But Sweden in March, oh, nice. it's not going to be Turkey. Is there anything yeah. like quite tears, meatballs? You're laughing. Well, it's all right, Bob. I'm vegetarian, Bob. So I mean, for me, it's Shit, a bit. Of yeah, a... that's no good. You can bring me some, but... <laughs> or I could just pop to IKEA and send you some in the post. Bob, to be honest, <laughs> uh, I don't need to go all the way to Sweden. But yeah, I've got a little, um, got a little while before um, before that. So I've got well, when uh, is that? March. So beginning oh, of March. Come before you know it. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, but, um, I like but yeah. It's so, you know, it's so weird. Almost, I think it was in between Christmas and New Year. Certain supermarkets, I've seen Easter eggs. I kid yeah. you not. Mm-hmm. Before January, even got it. So the Easter eggs are out. I don't think I've seen Valentine's Day yet, which is weird because that comes before. before stuff, way before. Anyway. Yeah. Um, way before, yeah. And um, even some Mother's Day stuff, which I think's ain't that May. So. <laughs> Uh, that's the world we live in now. Seasons are like literally these are pinpointed things. So yeah, if you want an Easter egg, even though the last time I was in a supermarket in England, we're still getting rationed on how many eggs we can buy. So you can only yeah. buy so many mill eggs, but fill your trolley up with Easter eggs. With cream eggs, yeah. <laughs> cream eggs, yeah, mini eggs. <laughs> have, have as many as you want, but if you want You're some laughing. free range, forget it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a bit funny that, isn't it? I was, I was quite good. I took my. Um, my tree down or my decorations down like the second I got back to my house from my family. I put it up quite early. It was like the end of November. 
But once I was back, was an early bird, weren't you last year? Yeah. Well, I was really into it, and and then, but then I feel like, as we've discussed before, when January comes around, I'm like, boom, straight into it. I wanna, I'm doing my, I'm doing a hundred days sober, so I'm on like day, what day is it today? Day eleven of not drinking. Um, yeah. Well done. Uh, are you finding it? The first time the weeks are normally the hardest, aren't they? They are, yeah, but I think probably because I've done it before, it's not, I feel kind of fine. And after Christmas and New Year, you kind of feel like, actually, it's like certain foes. Like, if I saw one more pig in a blanket, I was going to cry. So actually, <laughs> the last thing you want is sausages wrapped in bacon or alcohol in January. Yeah, I so this is the time to do it. I actually agree. I was talking with someone, uh, a friend of mine, who was saying, like, oh, January's such a bad time to do it. But I kind of disagree because... The best time. Best time, because you've got way less social engagements. So, I mean, I'm still getting out and meet, seeing people and stuff, but also it's like there's less temptation. There's not, like, big festivals or, like, a nice pub garden in the summer or any of that. So you can kind of just sort of lock down and get on with it, really. Um, everyone kind of hibernates this time mm. of year cold it's dark it's miserable so stay indoors yeah and this is the time to do it but like you I kind of got sick of looking at the tree but I'm very superstitious so I when did I take my dad I do it on 12th night which I think is what day sorry uh, what day is the 12th so I think it was the Friday yeah 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 Friday before I blew out so I kind of had the this whole kind of mad rush, took the tree down, putting it up, I love it, spend mm. like three or four hours putting it up, get all creative, and then I was like, this has to come down, and I was counting down the days to get it down, but I thought, I can't, because I'm superstitious anyway, I cannot start a new year with bad luck, so I kept looking at this tree thinking, right, roll on, roll on, roll on, <laughs> but it's down. I'm the kind of guy, I spend, I kid you not, I've got to work it out this year, because I say it all the time, I'm sure I spend at least half of my life saluting magpies. There you go. Hello, Mr. Magpie, how's your wife and children? And my friends just absolutely take the piss out of me. They're like, Bobby, you must do that six or seven times a day. And the things as well, I've got a magpie nest opposite my apartment. So I think they know that I sit there saluting them. and They're taking the piss out of you, Bob. (laughs) They're mugging me right off. <laughs> well, hey ho, yeah. Anything you can kind of do to bring yourself a bit of uh, a bit of good luck. I'm with you on that. I'm not as superstitious as that, but uh, knock yourself out if that's what if that's what um, floats your boat. Then go for go for it. I say. I um, wish I wasn't though, because I get on my own tits doing it, especially after about eight times in one day. I kind of think right, like that that but I know the day I don't do it. I'm gonna, yeah, it's gonna freak me out. So actually, I'll so just float away. I'm like Simon Cow when he used to walk out, you know, when the doors opened at X Factor. I'm like oh, that. Good I, I just feel like Simon. I'm into it. There for the yeah, I love it. Uh, right, well, we have an exciting show coming up today. We have Amelia Bell from um, new ITDX show, Loaded in Paradise, which I've seen some clips of and looks very good. So I'm uh, going to quiz her about taking part in that show. We've got Harvey Armstrong from uh, Made in Chelsea, uh, halfway through the show. And then coming up at the end, we have Mia Boardman from Teen Mom UK. I always feel a bit weird saying mom because it's... Yeah, so that's natural. Mom. 
Team Mam UK, yeah, exactly. Mam! 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 That was me over Christmas when I wasn't feeling very well. Mam, mam, get me some lemon dip. <laughs> I want um, some tomato soup and a bit yeah. of bread and butter. Yeah, exactly that. Um, so, yeah, so we've got an exciting show coming up. Now, I think pretty much before Christmas, we were going to talk about what I'm just about to bring up, which is the biggest showbiz news story <laughs> probably is going to be of all, all the year, and we've only just begun. Uh, Prince Harry's book coming out uh, mm. yesterday, but it's actually been more the interviews he's done uh, to promote the book, which have... Um, sort of caught the world by storm haven't they um what have you made of it all I think it feels a bit messy to me well I'm gonna admit you know me Stephen I'm not much of a reader like mm. don't get me wrong there ain't a roll dough I ain't rich <laughs> Same. I love a bit of roll dough um and then as I got older and more sophisticated I started doing like point horror <laughs> lovely um, but um I've never been one for like a huge kind of um mm. I'm not like a a Dickinson kind of guy. Yeah. Was he called Dickinson? Dickens. Dickens, yeah. I'm thinking a real deal. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not much of a Dickens. Um, but I flew out to Turkey on Monday, and I'm going to mm. be honest, if I'd have flown out on Tuesday, in my head I was thinking I'm going to go to Smith's at the airport, other shops are available, <laughs> but I was going to buy Spare and read it whilst I'm here, but I've missed the boat. But um, I feel like, I've already read it yeah. from what I've seen in the press already because they've had a bit of a mare that it was released in Spain a bit too early. So yeah, exactly. I'm sure the publisher's fuming about that. Um, I did catch the interview though. Mm. Um, do you know, and, and as we spoke about, like it's one of these things, and, and I remember saying to you when the documentary came out, like the Netflix. What I wanted from it was to know something that I felt like we didn't know. I wanted didn't something know. new. Mm. Especially after Oprah, what we're going to get. Yeah. Um, and from the book, I mean, I am going to read it. I'm not going to lie. Even though, as I say, I feel like I've heard a lot of it. I feel like we are getting something more than we got from Netflix, mm-hmm. from what I'm seeing. But I just, I keep kind of reminding myself, because a world of celebrity... That wouldn't be nothing shocking for some of them thinking, oh, I've had a ram with brother and he threw me yeah, into yeah. a dog roll. That, 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 you would have watched that on the only way of Essex back in the you day. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, when you spend over a decade on a reality TV show, being thrown into a dog bowl is foreplay. Um, <laughs> but when it's royalty, it's a bit like, shit, the future King of England breaking ne- necklaces and mm. uh, throwing people about the kitchen. Um Will you read it? I mean, obviously, you're, you're the more uh, educational one, shall we say. You're a bit of a reader. You're a journalist. I don't know about that. I do. I do. I I don't think I'll read the whole thing because a bit like you said, you kind of feel like you know it all already now, all of the details. I think what's a bit of a weird one for me is just how willing he was to go, how, how willing he was to, to reveal all of this, kind of like you said, like fighting with your brother and stuff. It happens in most families. Uh, mm. Back in the day, I used to have physical fights with my sister, and she's younger than me. But we used to like punch seven stages of shit out of one another. We can laugh about it now. Um, uh, all fun and games. All isn't fun it? and games. And that was the I, one thing that I used to be annoyed about being an only child. It sounds ridiculous to say as an adult. When people used to say, "Oh, do you, 
do you wish you had a brother or sister? My two things were, yeah, I wanted a twin brother to double up on wardrobe. Yeah, good Obviously, yeah. let's have it right. Self-respecting gay man here. I'm always thinking <laughs> yeah. more clothes, more shoes. Lovely. <laughs> um, and secondly, I didn't have anyone to row with. So my friends would come into to school and they'd go, oh my God, I, I hit David around the head with a cordless BT phone last night. And uh, I was like, well, I've not got anyone to rail with. Yeah, yeah. But to me, if you've got siblings, probably isn't nothing new. But there is something, I think just because royals don't really speak like that or behave yeah. like that. Um, but I don't know what this means kind of moving forward. The more that goes on, I think, are we crossing a point now is there any return from? Mm. Because especially the kind of the Camilla stuff is admitted that him and William begged Charles not to marry. Yeah. Um, messy, isn't it? It's just messy. It feels. It, it, it's messy, yeah. Um, uh, and hasn't he got another three books to come out yet? I know oh, there's Megan's going to do one. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I mean, what else is there to is there to kind of say? But I've not seen the American interview with Anderson Cooper. I've been intrigued to to see that. It's I much mean, the same. There's not I there's not there. a huge amount of new detail. Yeah. Um, but I mean, still worth a watch if you're interested. I don't know. I find. Is it available on like YouTube? Yeah, I think it's on ITVX. Um, oh, what the American one as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, ITV have done well, wouldn't they? They they got the rights to do the Oprah one over again. Yeah. ITV. Yeah, good on them. Um, well, I mean, yeah, definitely something I think we're going to be revisiting in the coming weeks. So um, there's going to be lots more to come out. And if there is Do a... Do you think him and Megan will rock up to the coronation? Or good. is it awkward as ourselves now? Good, really good question. I think if I was them, I wouldn't. Because you're basically going to take away all the focus from Charles, right? Like, mm. if you turn up, then everything's going to be about you and your brother and really it should be about Charles taking over from his mother because um, hasn't he even published text between Megan and Kate I don't know if he actually published the text but he said what the text messages it, it like oh, um, it's not like contained. a screen, it's screen grab no uh, that, that, um, that is a bit too uh, reality TV I guess to show the screen grabs yeah. isn't it? or like it pops up on the screen as he's <laughs> yeah. talking like, the blue like tips next to his head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that would be I good though I wouldn't like that text or does Megan and Kate WhatsApp good good point but again it's all this stuff about revealing stuff that you would think would stay secret and I think there's there, you'd expect sometimes for conversations that you have with people to never see the light of day you wouldn't want them to right um, but like so Harry's kind of blown that those doors wide open and everything that he's, I don't know, I, it feels a bit mucky to me. Um, do you reckon Kate I do understand their point. Fuming? Yeah, you would be, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you be, don't you think? Yeah, I probably would be. Because especially, like we've said, I think, them two really can't ever come back and really have a right to reply. Yeah. I mean, I know you can kind of have, like, sources from Buckhouse kind of do the whole recollections may vary thing, but we aren't really going to say William jump on an Instagram live and start calling things out. I wish he would. That would be really good. Oh, my God, I'd love it. Um, um, It is hard, though, isn't it? Because now where he has left, in his his head, and I truly believe, he feels... He's clearly coming from a place of, A, hurt, 
Obviously, I think what he's gone through as a child, horrendous. Mm-hmm. That I don't yeah. think left him. And it, let's have it right, he wouldn't. I can't imagine anything more horrific. Um, and, and he probably thinks, fuck it. I'm going to say my point of view. I've been silenced all my life. Yeah, I think that's actually definitely... And I'm spitting tea. That's definitely the biggest part of it. And he's been quite open about that. Right, we can talk about this all evening, but our first guest... Uh, Amelia Bell um, from Loaded in Paradise is here, so let's get her in. Hello. Is my camera all blurry? No, you look great. All good. Now you're looking flawless, babes. Oh, thank you very much. I have is a that a ring light we've got? And if so, send me the link. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I actually smashed it, but I'll find out. Because... <laughs> incredible. Yeah, you're oh, looking well, very well. Thanks like. for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I'm good, Anytime. thank you. How are you both? Really, really good. Happy New Year. How was your Christmas yes. New Year? Um, it was quiet. It was a quiet one, but it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. How was yours? Yeah, it was the same, pretty much the same, quiet, but we're, we're kind of glad it's done and out the way now. New Year, fresh start and all that. Exactly, yeah. And everyone's obviously, everyone's starting in the gym. Can I... <laughs> No, it's not the busiest, the busiest social spots in in the country at the moment, aren't they? The gyms. Even oh, I've gone back, and I'm not really a gym man. person. So yeah, no, um, everyone does don't need January. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, loaded in paradise. Um, tell us a bit about the show. Tell us what's involved and um, how you came to be in it. So um, I was messaged by um, a casting producer on Instagram, and he was just like, "Are you interested in this show?" didn't really have a clue what it was going to be about so I was like yeah go on like I'm not doing anything my life's not exciting why the hell not what I've got to lose <laughs> so I was like go on then so went through all the auditions and he kind of explained it to me and essentially mm-hmm. the way they were selling it was five pairs there's a gold card with like 30,000 euros on it you're living your best life however if you've not got the gold card you're not living your best life. You're running around in the heat with 30 euros a day. Um, so I was kind of like, yeah, that sounds great because I'm not going to be one of the, the people chasing them. I'm obviously going to be the spender. How wrong was I? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so applied, went through all the auditions to London, just like any other TV show, did all that and got through and was like, yes. And I just thought to myself, do you know what? Even if I am slumming it in hostels for the whole time that we're filming it's a bit of sun and in England you don't have any sun so you're going to make the most of this uh I was looking like vampire white I was like I need to go and get some some uh, vitamins in me so yeah that's that's sort of the main premise of it really is how they sold it to us and how was it filming in Greece you mentioned the sun was it lovely or was it too much? It was horrendous, absolutely <laughs> horrendous. The first day we were running through Athens and I'm pretty sure I got sunstroke. It, they were having a heat wave that Ooh. particular week. Oh, so we God. were running and bless, I felt awful in my you know small outfit. So the poor camera crew and the sound guy running around with this huge sound bag. I don't know how we all didn't collapse. It was literally, I think it was... Don't quote me on this, but I think it was like 35, nearly 40 degrees. Oh. We were running. And obviously, like, the adrenaline. So you didn't realise how quick you were actually running. Sprinting. And then as soon as you stopped, 
I did not stop sweating for about two hours. It was horrendous. Um, and then we started filming on this rooftop. We all had sunstroke at this point. And the producer was like, just keep going, keep going. We've got to get the shot. <laughs> We're all there, like, nearly passed out. But um, the Athens was the worst because it was so hot and it was so intense. And we had blisters on our feet. All the other islands weren't as hot because they were so windy, which was then another issue in itself. But... Yeah, I mean, the sun's beautiful, but it's definitely was, I think it would probably be better to do it in potentially a slightly cooler month because that was, it's just sunbathing weather. It's not running around. After what month was weather. it? When, when were you filming it? It was like June, July. Oh, yeah. So peak, peak of it. Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Burn. You should have seen some of the burns that some of us got. And there's one thing being on holiday in that heat, but like I say, when you're filming, especially like the whole rooftop thing, being there, because you're up there shooting something and it can be for hours and you kind of forget, even though you're hot, that you've been so exposed and it's not till after and sunstroke is a real thing, isn't it? It can oh, yeah. use rough after that. It's, in, it's amazing how quickly like, it comes on oh, you. <laughs> when it's just been beating on you. Yeah, literally. And of course, like we all had our makeup on the first few days, like all the girls. <laughs> yeah, you want to, you know, you want to impress. It's melting off us. It got to the point, I started off thinking, yeah, I'm going to be so glamorous. I'm going to do my hair and makeup every day, gorgeous outfits. No, if you've watched it, you'll see by the end of it, my makeup is non-existent, hair's up, and my outfits are gone. All my nice ones I wore on the first few days, I'm literally in shorts. And it, honestly, it was just, at this point, I thought, I don't even care that I've got a camera on me. It is so like sweaty and hot and there was no point putting makeup on because you you just sweat it just off, falls anyway. off doesn't it and in the end i say three days in you think fuck it honestly <laughs> i did that's what i did i thought fuck it and then watching it back i'm like god why did i think that oh, i should have put some makeup on but but you can't so you've been reapplying all day wouldn't you and you can almost feel it fall off you're trying to stick it back on and you're like what's the point yeah i mean the girl that i went on with millie she literally Every single day looked perfect, you know, makeup flawless, hair flawless. I don't know how she did it, but you've literally, it's just the comparison. You've literally got gorgeous, glamorous, and then you've literally just got me that's just like, no, no. Did <laughs> you and, gorgeous and glamorous. Yeah, I don't think you need to worry about that. But like, um, did you and Millie argue, like, or how was it like when the cameras were off? Because, I mean, you know, they're not on you constantly. So, what was it like? Yeah, so we had never had an argument until that first day when we were chasing. And I remember I must have said, we we'd been running around for 40 minutes at this point. We were both not in the mood and um, we had blisters. And I must have just said something to her like, why are you going that way? Come this way. And she went, do not speak to me like that. Do not speak. And, that, and I saw the look in her eyes and I was like, didn't say a word. Just Ooh. was like held my head in that was shame. you told that was me told <laughs> yeah. and, and then since then I thought right I better watch out um so yeah we there was no real arguments I think as well little things that maybe you would have you know like it's like a family isn't it you there and little things that get on your nerves that wouldn't usually get on your nerves in the normal day-to-day -day life mm. I think if you did wind each other up you just tried not to mention it because at the end of the day that's the only person you really know. Like, as much as you're being friends... And you're competing with all these other people and stuff, and you want to sort of, yeah. Yeah, you literally can't have a fallout, really. I know some of the other couples did did have some fallouts, but they literally were very quick fallouts and then make up again because 
if you fell out, you're sleeping in the same bed as that person. That's going to be a hell of awkward night if you fall out for a long time. Yeah, true. So, you have yeah, to get over I, yourself in that Yeah, instance. well, I'm the type of person that I just say sorry, even if it's not my fault. I'm like, please, can we be friends again? Like, someone could break my leg and I'd be like, sorry, was that my fault? So, <laughs> yeah, I can't stand it. Did you enjoy the whole experience when you look back now? Oh, I mean, the experience was just amazing. Like, looking back, it's the best thing I've ever done. Like, just being able to see the different countries, the different islands, really, meeting the people that I did, doing the things that we did. Like, you'd never have caught me on one of them things where, you you know, the jet skis in the front and then you've got, like, oh, yeah. a big blow-up thing at the back. I'd have never in my life would have done that, and I'll never do it again. But I can say I've done it <laughs> now. I can say I've yeah. done it. You know, I've ticked it off the list. So, yeah, it was, it was amazing. I think everyone... As, Obviously, it's it's hard. It's long days. It, in the time, it was like, oh, my God, this is hell. But you look back and you're like, what an experience. Yeah. And Greece is such a lovely country, isn't it? I love it's Greece. Beautiful. Yeah, I think Rhodes was my favourite. It was a shame we weren't allowed to film in the old town. Because um, I would have loved Some to Some places are really strict, aren't they, where you're allowed to film and where you can't. Yeah. Have you experienced that, No, Yeah, in certain places. I think especially if there's, like, monuments or... There's some kind of history. Mm. They're so strict, and there'll be like police will turn up, and like because production companies have to get permits. You can't mm. just kind of rock up with your cameras because they'll be like, no, they'll take your footage off you. I remember yeah, seeing exactly. that on on this morning. Alison Hammond was going into Venice, and they she, they were filming live, and then all these police come around her, and they're like, no, 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 you can't film here, like live TV. <laughs> oh yeah, they will turn up, and they'll they'll take the tapes or the discs off the camera crew <laughs> because like you literally. But even places in England, you need permits to film in certain parks, even in Essex. Really? I didn't know that. Blimey. That yeah. is like new every day. Yeah, you... we had to get permission. Any, like, hotel we were staying at, restaurant we were going to, we told the producers, you know, oh, we're thinking of going here. They then had to ring up 10 minutes in advance and check that it was OK for us to film. And there were some places that we were like, can we go here? And they were like, nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. You, yeah. mentioned, you mentioned earlier, so the gold card uh, situation, for anyone that hasn't seen it, basically you're on the hunt for this gold card right which is like yeah. the money can you explain a bit about what you can do with that and how it sort of works so basically there's a greek god called plutus and he gets in contact with you through these smartphones and he has given you this gold card full of thirty thousand pound yeah i know and all and he texts you and he doesn't give you any app he just yeah so um he's brilliant so he he was really great and um what you could do if you had the card you could just spend as much money as you wanted so you were literally staying in like the luxury like five-star hotel like me and millie stayed in the four seasons we stayed on a yacht um <laughs> it was insane uh, however he only had enough money for that one pair so obviously if you didn't have the gold card you were in like one star i mean I, on one of the hostels we stayed in i pulled back the bed and a, a, like a little family of spiders had oh, made no. their den there and now i'm oh. i'm not one to ever kill insects but i will certainly not be sleeping with them in the bed um, and the shower one of the showers there was no shower it was just you know like the basin of it and then there was just a tap, oh, yeah. and we had to like put our heads like oh, under. It was just hell. It, if you 
and then there was one hostel that me and Millie stayed at and there was about six big huge muscly like they looked like they were from the mafia like men stood outside all drinking and we were like we're going to die tonight <laughs> like it was terrifying awful tv show <laughs> yeah. and you know what if they'd have been like you know strapping in 20 year olds i might have been like oh, yeah oh if it was the other way around i would have invited them in <laughs> yeah Were there any any low points on the series when you were recording? For me, I think my lowest point was, we always got the decisions, the really big decisions, and my lowest point was having to send my my little showmance home. That was Ah, Yeah, do you say showmance? Yeah, like a little bit of a romance. Um, It was just, it was just horrendous because he was like... And this was Guy, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was like my best. I think I said it on the exit interview. I was like, he was my best friend on the show. So that was really sad because I felt like I'd betrayed him. But then at the same time, Yain and Kane were also my best friends on the show. So if I'd have sent them home, it would have been like, what? It was just the worst decision for me to be in. I think that was probably my lowest moment. And the thing is, like, on shows like that, like I said, because you almost, and it's so cliche, you, you do become a family, even with people you're competing against, because right? you're, you're spending so much time together. When someone says, I'm watching, they go, oh, that's a piece of piss. You'll just go, blow, and it don't matter. But it does affect you, doesn't it? Because mm-hmm. you're a bit like, even though we're against each other, you don't want to send anyone I really you hate, them. but that's the show. Yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, I used to, and I'm the worst for it, I used to scream at the TV at these reality shows, and I'd be like, why are you crying? You've known in two minutes, get a grip. <laughs> I think I was crying the most on there, and then I was like, I really understand it now, because you're with them people 24-7, you form relationships with them, you forget when you're in the safe houses that it's actually a competition, and it's like, I think as well, you know that they're, they want to be there as much as you. Yeah. Why should I have to like ruin their chances? Like, even if they didn't win, they'll still be, you know, having a, another two week holiday in Greece that I've ruined that because I've had to send them home. So it's definitely guilty as well. Even if you don't like them, it's still. Oh, God. Yeah, even if you're them, in fact, you're in that bubble together, you still fit. Yeah, I completely get that. Yeah. Would you it, do any more? Um, now you've kind of got the taste of it, would you do more reality TV moving forward? Absolutely, I would love to. Anything that could that I could literally get on, I'd I'd love to do. I'd love to just do presenting as well because I, I did do like a lot of drama when I was younger, so I am very confident on the stage and stuff. Um, but yeah, I feel I feel it's such good fun. And it's once you've done one, you know what it's about, so you know you know it's not it you know it's not all fun and games. It's not you know you're going back relaxing for ten hours a day. You're literally working essentially, and you're not getting paid. So you're doing all this work for this <laughs> TV company, all the crew's getting paid, and you're there like, hang on a minute. Scrabbling around for 30,000 uh, euros yeah. on a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, but it's what an experience. And to be able to say you've done that, incredible. So anything, I'd do anything. Apart from I'm a celeb, I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> well, not after the spiders in the bedroom situation. No, that was enough. That was enough for me, um, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we can catch uh, Loaded in Paradise on ITVX. Uh, is that yeah. right? The, the whole series is on there now, is it? Yeah, so the whole series is dropped on ITVX now, so you can binge watch it. But I know quite a few people um, can't get it if they've got, you know, certain TVs or whatever. So it will be coming out on ITV2 every night. Um, I think 
just after March. Got it. Okay. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us and sounds like an amazing experience. Yeah, Brill. Thank you for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. Lovely to speak with you, darling. See you later. Pluto seems a bit of me. (laughs) Great God with a gold card. You don't have to tell you. I'm sold. Sold. sold Can we share him? I'll 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 share. Maybe they could do a version and we can do the next series. Yeah. Yes, we should do it. I'll be up for oh, it. Do, we, we could do, do you know what we'd be good on? Um, hunted. Do you think? I'd be terrible. Well, I'm good with direction. Well, well, so yeah, could... <laughs> they'd, they'd be me doing Instagram stories and posts. And they'd tag in where you were. About three minutes. But I like the idea of us running around. Both yin to yang, you and me. Yeah, I can, I, I can see it you'd working, have, You'd have contacts that people wouldn't suspect. And so, <laughs> yeah, we should do it. I'll put it put it to ITV. We'll see what they can do. Um, right, our second <laughs> guest, uh, Harvey Armstrong from Made in Chelsea, is in the waiting room. So let's get him in. Fubar Radio presents Callum McSwiggan. It's the amazing Abigailia Shaman. I lost my virginity on prom night in a cornfield in Ohio. Wow. And that is the most American thing I've ever done. <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. What, what a way to lose yeah. it. In a cornfield. Yeah, in a cor- the, we had a blanket. I remember texting a friend afterwards and I was like, it didn't taste like I thought it was going to. That, that, that was my confusion. <laughs> <laughs> Harriet Rose. I'm joined by the wonderful Ray Black. I woke up to my mum listening to my music <laughs> and singing along to it. And there's one that's like, it's very explicit. And she was singing along and vibing to it. And oh, I was like, yeah. to my sister in the next room, like, oh my God, I can't believe she's listening to this song. Like, this song is about sex. She waltzes into the room and she's like, there's nothing you're doing that I haven't done before. I was <laughs> like, oh my God. So we're all learning new things. There's <laughs> oh nothing God. you're singing about I haven't done before. So it's fine. Oh my God. <laughs> Joey Page. I'm joined by Marika Hackman, whose splendid new album, Any Human Friend, is out now. You are just explicitly honest and quite graphic in some places sexually and do you think it might also be quite difficult when it comes to dating and stuff because someone can like basically (laughs) listen through all this explicit stuff. Yeah, you know I hadn't thought about that. There you go. Great, yeah. I mean, sorry it might, to bring it might that to your door. Real turn off. Yeah, yeah. You're listening to Food Bar Radio. Food Bar Radio. Food Radio. Food Radio. Food Bar Radio. Access all areas on Food Bar Radio. Hello, Harvey. You're right, mate. Oh, hello, hello. I'm good. Thank you. Harvey, I've got to start by saying I'm loving this canvas behind you. <laughs> yes, that's our uh, time. Time. How's it going, mate? Um, it's going well. Business is very well. Um, personally, things are good as well. Good start to the year. How about you guys? Yeah, really good. All going, all going swimmingly. I'm doing. Although I, I was just saying to Bob at the top of the show, I'm doing a hundred days sober, so I'm like, a, I'm eleven days in. Um, but I'm doing all right. Yeah, kind of enjoying yeah, it. And that's a challenge. I mean, definitely from from a guy that sells beer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Very hard to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah not very on brand for you. I'll visit <laughs> this uh, dry January. No, it's not great for us. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to push dry January to try and new little. Cold on February. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, talk us through what's going on with you at the moment, then. What's new? Well, we we've just moved into our new offices. That's why you'll see this behind me. Um, 
and we've got a team just i've got a sort of building a team um for prime time um we've just started filming actually back back to me in chelsea so we started yesterday um oh cool is that so, the first day of filming for the yeah new- back to the new season um god i can't even tell you what we're on now i think we're on 25 can you believe that i think, I think that's right more, more seasons than there has friends <laughs> well, yeah you can see that um yeah so a lot song really sort of juggling too um yeah but enjoying it i was gonna ask do you enjoy it how do you find the whole filming experience are you is it just second nature to you now do you know what? it's it's become close to second nature i don't think i'll ever find it second nature i don't think i was made for the cameras i think you know, there's certain people that just like oh, the cameras aren't there. Like I, I still go. I'm still like, oh, there it is. It's looking at me. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I've I've done it for three years now. Um, and yeah, it is becoming just like yeah, sort of closer to very comfortable now. But um, there's still all sorts that happens. You're like, fuck, Christ! It makes you rethink. Like, what what am I doing? <laughs> Why am I sharing my life to to, to the world? Like, it's just doesn't. Do you find that side of it hard? Because obviously shows like Chelsea, Geordie, Towery, it very much is waltz and all in terms of there's there's nothing that's not been done or they'd, they'd film a lot if they could. Is there things that you find kind of hard to share? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm quite an, uh, a sort of emotion, not emotionless, but I, I'm quite an like, internalised guy. I, I kind of keep most stuff to myself um, on an emotional front, so you know they want to see emotions they want to see drama they want to see all that um and uh yeah so it's it's definitely quite sort of a, it's quite a sort of conflicting way to be when you're on tv so um obviously i've gone through quite a turbulent time with the ex um and yeah sort of what, what do you um do you guys know how all that yeah 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 was? yeah <laughs> I'm like putting my own foot in it. Like, how are they talking about it? Um, <laughs> no, who's that? <laughs> I have you you seem, you seem quite sweet for someone on reality TV. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, maybe I'm too nice. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. I'm trying to be like, you know, trying to start shit in drama. It's, it, to be honest, for me, I've never really been one for drama. Like in reality, I, I don't like sort of bitching about people or getting stuck in other people's business and. I sort of just go about my my life and it's through that journey I've somehow managed to attract a lot of drama and just a lot of shit thrown my way. So I've managed to kind of, I guess, make good TV and stick around and it's and I've 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 enjoyed it because of that. Um and not having to kind of, you know, do anything against my my nature or um You you say that, but then you like you also said that like you have had some public well public fallings out on the TV and stuff, sort of like obviously with your ex and with Mars and all that sort of stuff. But like, like how, when you look back, do you regret doing those sorts of things or do you just find it comes to the territory? How is it when you're actually like out of the filming world and you see them out and about? I don't know. It's, I mean, the my breakup with Emily, I massively regret. Um, and that wasn't sort of, that wasn't, um, you know, that that wasn't any reason to do the show why that happened. I think that was just a, that was a kind of behind the scenes, like, you know, things kind of falling apart slightly in our relationship. And then, you know, me making a very stupid move, um, which I regret every day. Uh, um, but I think it was just, it kind of highlighted the fundamentals. We were on two very different paths. She wanted 
marriage and kids and she wanted to settle down and I was just you know business focused and just I just didn't have it in my sights for so many years um and I just I don't know it was just like subconscious so I need to get out and did a very stupid thing which I regret um the kind of you know I think I think you know me and Miles falling out that's all very real again like we I yeah I don't I don't hang out with him in London if I see him it's it's for kind of like work purposes and um you know it's, it's around filming we, we keep our we keep we keep our length really um yeah and then my good mates like Rez, Tris um they're good mates like we hang out every weekend and like it's not I mean like, my journey through the show is very real I can't really sort of what you see is what you get effectively um so yeah it's kind of it yeah I think it's the kind of the best way to be because it, it's it's a weird industry to be in and yeah, yeah. Bobby, you'll People know, that like, try and fake it always get caught eventually, I think. On shows like that, you, you, there's only so long. People try and put on a front and they try and be something they're not, but you're always going to get found out. So you're always better off just being you. People will either like you for it and they'll certainly respect you for it, or they might not, but that's life. It's when people try and manipulate the audience, which yeah. audience ain't silly anymore. Reality TV ain't yeah. nothing. That people see right through it. Mm, no exactly that and I think also you'll lose yourself in the process you'll start to look back and be like why did I have that opinion or or, or sort of go in at that person like that when really I didn't really care about that I didn't think about that but I thought I had to say something and you're, you're like you start to kind of get distorted what's reality and what's not and what your actual like ethics are and morals are and what mm. you know and I just like try and keep keep like you know just keep it real um but yeah, there, there are people that don't like being in the industry. There are people that don't, and it's quite clear. Amen. How do you yeah. feel working with exes? Because in most jobs, when you break up with someone, <laughs> you, you don't tend to see them. You certainly don't often work together. But in that kind of world, they're there, aren't they? Every party, every event, every trip. I, I, I think that's the pinnacle of the weirdness in, in, in the, what the industry like offers. It's like, I was out in Bali with Emily um, for five weeks, uh, a, a girl that hadn't spoken to me for ten months, um, you know, a girl I once loved and lived with, like you know, serious as ex and get, and then top it off, her boyfriend's out there. So I'm there, like you know, almost like like tight knit group of people out on the other side of the world. Um, with my ex and her new boyfriend and like it's just like what? in no other world would would I, oh. necessarily, I would most be, people you couldn't pay enough money for them to do that they'd just be like no absolutely not I'm not getting no, involved no, but you no, kind no. of did it voluntarily no, no. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah where do I sign up <laughs> yeah I'll sure why not emotional turmoil <laughs> do you find that a bit of a head fuck Carl because it is weird and it, like you say, it's one thing, even if you bump into an ex in a supermarket, you're a bit like, oh, sometimes <laughs> you still get that feeling. But to be on a trip and then they've got another partner and you're working together, essentially, it is a bit of a, what the fuck's going on? It's a weird world, isn't it? It was, no, I, I can't deny it. It was, it was weird. It was emotionally quite, like, confusing. Like, I, I am over her and I, it was, like, quite nice to see her, like, happy and, and sort of we got to kind of a friendship point there. We're like, look, we're out here together, let's try and be friends and it was nice as as because because previous to that like you know she wouldn't even sort of look at me um and we were still kind of like working together through the season before Bali but like we, we kept our distance because we you know we had our own houses we, we went filming them we went back home but in Bali you're like you're living together pretty much we were in different bits but you, we were there it was like there was 10 15 of us and like 
and we're going on the same nights out and trying to like we're trying to be a sort of team so i had to um yeah had to kind of be amicable and, and civil and, and it got to like a nice point and then it kind of kind of all went sour again <laughs> and i guess we'll be finding out more about that in the upcoming series will we <laughs> yeah well have you guys seen the barley series that's just uh, yeah yeah, yeah yeah so that was quite heated mm-hmm. um, and then but then actually i know i know obviously yeah you, you say it's quite heated then there must be positives to doing the show otherwise you wouldn't stick at it right in general, I, I, I was in finance before the show um, and I compare sitting at a desk for sort of 10 hours a day working for the man um, and then I think about, you know, being out in Bali. <laughs> for five weeks or whatever it is. Well, like, yeah. there. Um, obviously, you put yourself, you know, you expose yourself to the public. There's a lot of like emotional tax um, that comes with that. You've got to have a thick skin. Um, I also have my business um, and it's, you know, it's a very, very strong tool to market that and kind of enhance the growth, create a great brand awareness. Um, it's, it was a decision I made to go on the show um, to kind of promote and build my business. Um, and at the time, like I had, I obviously I had to keep my head above water. Um, so it's also like a small part-time income, mm. uh, which does give you enough time to, to work on, you know, the bigger picture. Um, so that's yeah. kind of what I'm doing with it, yeah. That's totally fair. You guys are made in Chelsea, certainly had it a lot better than town. I mean, we never got five weeks anywhere. You've been out in Marbella. We never used to get that, I'll tell you. Did, did you you've been out to Marbella a few times now? Yeah, we, we got a few days in Mars. Yeah, it was like, yeah, four, yeah, four yeah, or five days, right? right? <laughs> Five days in Marbs or five weeks in Barley. Not to sound yeah. ungrateful, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, is... Well, when will it... the next series be on? Do you know? Uh, I don't know specifics, but it, it will... Yeah, it'll be um, probably like a couple of months from now, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, we've got a, a sort of packed, packed year as well, again, which is great. Um, shows and shows sort of doing, doing really well. So... Awesome. Um, yeah. Where's your trip this year and how many weeks go on tennis? <laughs> and is there room for, for a plus one? Yeah. <laughs> What's your baggage allowance? <laughs> you're too you're too big and muscly now, Bob. You wouldn't be able to fit in that 18 I'll, kilogram bag or whatever. I'm about to come to a cameo on MIC. Look me up with your doses. I'll be I'll bring a bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> um. We, we don't know what the away trip is at the moment. I think it'll be in sort of sort of towards the summer. No, they like to keep it hard fashion and surprise us. Lucky okay. you. Nothing to complain about there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Harvey, thank you so much for joining us, Sudan. Really appreciate it. And, uh, and best of luck with the filming as it carries on. No, thank you for having me, guys. Pleasure to meet you both. You're you welcome. You too. Take care, Harv. Cheers. Bye. 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 You couldn't pay me enough money to sit in a room with my ex and discuss the past. <laughs> Oh, do, do you know, especially if there's an yeah, certain exes or an ex, yeah, or there ain't enough money to do it. Uh, and that's sometimes where you go, right, see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's out. quite enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jobs are Radio good and done. Um, right, our final guest, uh, Mia Bourbon from Team Mom UK, is waiting in the guest room. So let's get in. Fubar Radio presents Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville. We've got our first guest of the day in, and he goes by the name Vice Beats. Thanks. 
I've not been on Twitter for years, so like I, I've now remembered that exists. But so what, did you just find out about Brexit and all that? Yeah, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, there was, everyone was like, the B word, I was like, what are you on about? <laughs> what is this? So like, apparently something's going on. Yeah. Like, There's well, this thing now called being woke as well, I don't know if you right. know about that. Yeah, you missed that. that. Wow. You missed so that. I just thought I'd been awake, and then yeah. someone was Cancel like, culture. are you woke? You I was like, I, I don't know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's been great. Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville. Every Wednesday from 4pm. Fubar Radio. Access all areas on Fubar Radio. Oh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes, Hello, we can. Babe. How are you, babe? Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Really good, thank you, darling. Excited to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Apart from I've got, you know, the cough that everyone's got at the moment. I think people say so I cough and I have like blown down my chin earlier and I'm getting my lashes done. It's, it's gone wrong, really. <laughs> January starts is awful for me, but I'm good. That How are cough you, is everywhere in Essex at the minute. Everyone's got it. So many people been ill over Christmas. I had it Christmas yeah, Day. Christmas Day, oh, I came down with it. Right. Yeah, it was oh, the God, cough. And I, about three or four days, I was like, <laughs> like every day. Oh, that God, would be yeah, yeah, my mum was as sick as a dog. It's gone everywhere. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. So tell us about Teen Mom UK and, and Return and all of that sort of stuff. Oh, so I wasn't on it for four years. Yeah. Um, so I had a big break from it. So then it's come back for Series 8. Um, and do you know what? I think a lot of people were thinking, is it going to be the same as normal? Because obviously everyone's gone on to influencing and different sort of careers from when we were young. Um, but then the feedback we all got was that it was exactly the same. Um, I think people are a little bit more aware now of the cameras. So I think when we were younger, everyone would just argue a lot more on the cameras. Right? I think a bit now messier. People, yeah. yeah, a bit messier, a bit more like not aware of our surroundings. Whereas now I think a bit more, everyone's a little bit more aware. So I think people were apprehensive, like, is it going to be the same? But I think once the cameras are there, because there's only two cameras filming you, you just forget that anyone's actually filming. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes I'll be laying in my bed looking awful and forget that that's obviously going out on national TV. <laughs> And I think that's the thing, though. As years go on, no, no one gives a shit, do you? Because it's all new to everyone. No one's kind of second-guessing what they're saying. Until you, know? so you kind of start watching yourself back, and as years go on, you then get people that start self-editing and kind of changing, don't they? Does it feel different to shoot, or are they still shooting yeah. it very much the same? Exactly the same. Everything's exactly the same. And I think when you get into filming, it's okay. But I think at the end of the day, when you finish filming, because you're more like sort of self-aware you're a little bit like, oh, did I say anything I shouldn't have said? Whereas when I was younger, I'd just say whatever and not not think about it. But I think once the show started going out when we were younger, we would then get, you know, the feedback, the hate, the trolls. So then you then are then careful what you say because you don't want the hate. So you're like, oh, I need to say something that everyone agrees with. Yeah, then right. really, it's not really the way to do on TV. So you just sort of have to still be yourself but just and just ignore the trolls, really. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How is how has motherhood changed for you in the last in the period when you weren't on the show? I mean, obviously, child gets older, but I mean, like, how is it different for you? <laughs> um, do you know what? It's so weird. I say, and it's, and people always look at me like, "What are you talking about?" I don't, didn't really feel like a mum until she went to school, because I think when they're young, they really, just, yeah, they're just with you. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just you just wing it. When they go to like school, you like babysitting. Yeah, yeah, that's what I felt like. I was just babysitting like my child, and then when she started school. <laughs> I was like, I've actually got to understand maths. I've got to remember that she's got pee tomorrow. She's got a school trip next week. Got to do a lunchbox. You got to do all that. Stuff. And it's like you've got to be so organised. And I'm yeah. And I was <laughs> in the school playground, and I was like, I'm actually a mum. 
Like, and this is slightly weird, like I'm a man. That's insane. Um, so I did not change so much. Obviously, when I went back to filming, no, honestly, I think when they're younger, they're just, they're just with you. Do you I mean, you feed them, you bath them, you make sure they're okay, they're breathing, they're fine. But apart yeah. from that, like you haven't got to play with them. And then when they get to school, you're like, I'm actually responsible for. And then being called into school for like meetings when she's not behaving well and things like that, I'm like, I just don't know what to say to you. This is awkward. Yeah, I just feel uncomfortable, okay? I really feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and I, I don't have kids yet, but I guess there must be. So I always think this, like, and I know Carver will come back around and get me. When I have a dad, is it when you're a parent, like, especially when kids start developing their personalities and they might be cheeky or a teacher calls you in or you get a school report, is it hard to tell your kid off for something if you think, God, I used to do that, but I was probably worse? <laughs> yeah. No, but do you know what? The worst bit is that I was not good in school, but she's worse than what I was. So, like, mine... Karma for you as well. Karma. Karma's <laughs> really good for me. Yeah. But I was not good in secondary school, whereas she's not good in primary school. And I remember one day the teacher called me in and she said, look, Marley, I got really angry today and she's ripped all the displays down in the classroom. And I was like, why would you do that? Like, why? Like, you're five. Why are you so angry? And like, I just don't know how. It's so like, and then we came home and you do the classic, take your iPad away, take everything away. Yeah. And I sit there and I'm like, what if she is really naughty? And then that, like, I don't know, as they get older, you start worrying more, basically. You start thinking, what if my child is just really naughty? Like, how do I handle that? And all the worries start kicking in. Yes, I guess that's a good point because when they when yeah, like before they go to school, you're just with them all the time. That's just yeah. what you think a child is like. When they're sort of yeah. they're not independent, but they're a bit more out in the world, aren't they? And doing their thing separate yeah. to you. Yes, yeah, bizarre. I've never thought of it like that. It's interesting. And then also you compare them more to other children because mm. like she had a Christmas play the other day and all the kids were there singing their song, like it's all lovely, it's all about <laughs> All, all the different countries in the world and they're all singing. And she's there missing the display down. <laughs> yeah. She's there singing Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Like, I need to sort of, Doja Cat, get into it. It's her favourite song. And I'm like, I need to stop playing those sort of songs maybe around my six-year-old because now she thinks that's normal to sing it in her school nativity. Oh, God. <laughs> but that's the innocence yeah. of children, though, isn't it? Because there's always been songs, I think, whatever generation you're yeah. in, I'm like singing Madonna like a virgin. Without having a clue what that was, do you know what I mean? That's such a good point. You must have been a parent now. You'd be an innocence of kids, isn't it? You think about certain songs now, you'd be a bit like, I'm horny. We used to, like, Moose Tea, I'm horny. We used to sing that in school, I remember. Yeah, but the songs have got worse. Yeah, the songs have got worse. Honestly, the world of kids is just so much more like, and then they're all really aware of everything. They're all online. You've got kids at eight and nine on TikTok, and you're just like, Oh, I don't know. I feel and too young, but too old. Kids yeah. social media. It must be so hard being a parent juggling social media with kids. I'm so she glad I didn't school. have a child. I'd say, like, my Polly Pocket, and I was happy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? my Tamagotchi, making sure I kept my Tamagotchi alive, and that was it. Oh, I God, know. mine died, I, and I cried for days. I, fed, <laughs> I, I, I had a cat one, and I fed it too much fish. I cried for two <laughs> days. <laughs> Of my life, but do you know what? Having a kid isn't the same as a Tamagotchi, and that's why I think <laughs> I know, <laughs> that's why I'm still waiting at the minute. You could you can kill yeah. a Tamagotchi a lot easier, I think, than a child. I mean, that would you yeah. know, like overfeeding yeah. the Tamagotchi some fish, you know. I think you <laughs> we'll, move, we'll move on, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But at 18, when I was 18, and thought, Oh, yeah, I'm having a child, you just like to think about all these things, but then yeah. do you know what? I think. As I speak to older people, like what you were just saying, Bobby, you feel like you're not ready. But I think the older you get, the more, like, you know, the more you think about it, 
you then don't feel weird anymore already. So when I was 18, it was just like, oh yeah, I'm having, I'm having a child. I didn't actually think I'm having a child. So I think it was quite good having a young, so I didn't really think about it. And then now you just do it. Whereas if I was, when you're older, you overthink everything, don't you? You think, oh God, I can't do that. Yeah. And the beauty is, well, in your age gap, I guess you can have much more of a friendship. Because mm. yeah. I always used to think, I wanted to always be a young dad. I thought I never wanted to be an old dad at a school gate. Bit um, late now, Bob. Well, and I'm I'm 21 now, Mia. So I'm a little bit like. So by the time he's 21, I'm gonna be 42. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little bit. I'm a little bit older than 21. I know you can't tell. Oh, but the <laughs> 24 bit is a secret. But if, <laughs> the reality is, I probably would be classed as a geriatric dad. Yeah, you would. What's geriatric mean? Old. Past it. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. But then you've lived your life and you've done everything you wanted to do. Yeah. I think it's beautiful both ways. True. And I'm still going to do it. I'll just be a geriatric dad, but I'll be a cool dad. Yeah. And you don't do look like an old dad. Thank you, babe. Do you the see problem will become when my son wants to learn how to play football and I'm a bit like, oh, uh, okay. Why don't you watch this Kylie Minogue video? You might yeah. enjoy this I, I Kylie can, video. I can teach you how to platter Barbie's hair, but um, to, to, <laughs> score, to score a goal or tell you the offside rule, probably not, though. Do you, do you think, Mia, that you'd like to have more children in the future? Yeah, I definitely would. I went through a phase where I was obsessed with because me and her dad broke up when she was yeah. one, maybe. Um, and so I went through the phase where I was like, I don't want to have like two kids with two dads and not be with either of them. Like I'm scared mm-hmm. of being judged. But now I've got to the point now where I think I just don't care. I've, I've got a, I've gone into a really I don't care era. I feel like that happens a little bit when you get a bit older. Because I'm 26 now, um, so I just don't really care. So now now I'm at the point where I think yeah, I'd have more kids now, but I'd like to have all my kids before 30. Well, you best get to it yeah. then, bloody hell. Yeah, well, I know, I know. <laughs> well, me. <laughs> DM me, babe. You've got some eggs. <laughs> Who knows? We're, we're both 26. It could work. Well, you were 24 we earlier, Bob, I thought. Oh, I thought shit, yeah, 24. I'm 26. I lied. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you really need to get this story straight. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, where can, we, where can we see Teen Mom if we want to watch it? No. So you can watch it on Paramount Plus, the app. Um, you can watch it on Now TV, I think. Sky. Um, and they do repeats and stuff, and they do a lot of embarrassing clips on YouTube, so... Perfect, that's exactly what you want, yeah. looking back at your 18-year-old <laughs> self, I'm sure. Yeah. Love it. Love My it. face is, like, this big. I put on four stone when I was pregnant, and it's just me like this with five double chins on YouTube. It's brilliant. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for joining us, Susan. Really appreciate it, and best of luck. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Take care, darling. Have a lovely evening. Thank you. You Bye. too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What a lovely ray of sunshine she is. Wasn't she? I could feel the positivity all the way here in Turkey. Yeah, and that's some distance. Um, yeah, really nice to have her on. What a lovely show. Nice to be back. Lovely show. Good to be back. Nice to be here with you guys. A few weeks off. Hope you all had a lovely Christmas and New Year, as we say. And, uh, yeah, exciting things for 23. Let you get back to your bed, Bob, because it's late yeah, in Turkey. Yeah, I've got three-hour time difference here, so... Yeah. It- yeah, it's bedtime for me. But uh, how about you? You got much plans for this evening? No, this evening I'm having a quiet one. Um, so, which, well, I'm always having a quiet one at the moment because I'm not drinking. So, <laughs> what do I do? Nothing. Um, so, do you know what I'm going to do this evening? I'm going to play my PlayStation, which I haven't done in a while. Oh, what game are you going to play? 
don't know. I'll have to have a little search for you. Maybe a bit of Grand Theft Auto or something. I'm sure. Yeah, go steal yeah. a couple of coals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not drinking, but I am thieving on on. Uh, <laughs> balance. Uh, Life's yeah. all about balance. Isn't it? Exactly. Um, well, uh, will you be in Turkey next week when we do the show, Bob? Will you be up? Be back? No, I'll be back in Essex next week, guys. Bad. So uh, excited for that. But. Um... Yeah, last few days. Well, I fly home Monday, so by the time we film, yeah, I'll be back home. How about you? Much on for the rest of the week, babe? Um, what am I doing? <laughs> Nothing! Oh, no, that's not true. I'm going to go help my friend decorate his new flat on Saturday. Um, oh, no. Nice. He was like, I'll buy you champagne and pizza, and I'm like, I'm not drinking. Sound like the most <laughs> boring man ever. Um, so no, no pizza, one's pizza drinking, will do. can you, babe? You ain't boring. Just get him to get two pizzas. Yeah, yeah. I'll make up for the calorie count that I could have lost with the uh, with Lovely. the champagne. Right, so you get an pizza. extra large. If you're um, if you're getting a Domino's, get an extra large garlic and herb. I smash one of them to myself. Oh, oh God, I can't do that now. What if I've got a Domino's in Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they can get you a pizza somehow, Bob. Um, well, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, until next week, goodbye. Bye, guys.